pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. Hello, Grinders, and welcome to the Weekend Grind. I'm your host, Travis Mangone, here with my buddy, Will, Chief Justice 06. How's it going over there? Man, it's going okay. Uh, hoping we can turn the day around. I had a little rough night last night uh, with, with my particular slate there. I was on Texas and missed on all the home runs. So I'm sure you've been there. So uh, hopefully we'll turn this thing around today and turn out some turn out some profit. Yeah, and we got uh we got two we got two different slates to turn around, right? We got an early slate and we got a main slate. So you can like double down, you either uh, lose it. You know, double down and lose it all, or uh, go go back and uh, really just double your money. So it's <laughs> one of those fun slates uh, or days of slates, I should say. Uh, should be a good one overall. We're gonna break down the main slate for you guys. There's definitely a bunch of early content on Roto Grinders, so you guys need that. Go check that out. I believe there's like a show, uh, you know, at two thirty right before all the slate locks and everything. So check that out. And there's tons of other content uh, that you can obviously access, but. We're going to dive into the main slate and kind of talk about it. Only six games, but should be pretty fun. Uh, overall, I think it's pretty nice. You have enough pitching, you have enough hitting where I think you're able to uh, enjoy it. And uh, let's dive right in, Will. How's that sound? Sounds good. All right, first game up. San Francisco Giants, Chicago Cubs. We got Chris Stratton and Jose Quintana on the mound. And uh, I believe I don't have a total here. I do you have a total at all? I, I'm assuming it's because it got to be because of the wind or something like that. Uh, you know, the, the games sometimes take a while for the total to come out. But we got Chris Stratton and Quintana. And these are pitchers that we kind of like a little bit. I mean, Stratton, at least early in the year, we liked a little bit. But Quintana, again, he's kind of the opposite. We didn't like him at the start of the year. He was definitely struggling. And now he's been a little bit better. And uh, Giants are a team that I've been targeting a little bit this year. So I have some interest in Quintana, not as much in Stratton. What about you? What's your kind of take on this game overall? Well, uh, like I've said earlier this year, Quintana's just been – such a roller coaster ride, uh, almost not being able to anticipate what type of start he's going to give out. I definitely think against these Giants, uh, he has some strikeout upside. Uh, I watched the game yesterday between the Cubs and the Giants when, um, uh, geez, who was pitching for the Cubs yesterday? Anyway, um, I watched that game yesterday. Giants are still striking out, striking out a fair amount. So I definitely have some interest in Quintana. Um, he, he's not going to be my top priority today, but I definitely think he'll be serviceable. Uh, on the other side, Stratton, I don't have any interest in Stratton right now. It's not pitching well. Uh, his hard hit rate is, is starting to climb a little bit since the beginning of the year. Um, and so I, I think this Cubs offense is one that uh, we may be able to target today. It's pretty warm out there in Wrigley. Humidity's up. Uh, and they also kind of let us down yesterday. I don't know, you know, how many people played the showdown or the, the single stuff, but I was watching the game. You know, everyone assumed they were going to beat up Derek Holland. And, of course, it was a very low-scoring game. And so I think this is a spot where you can just go right back to the well and look for some offense from these Cubs. Yeah, I think the Cubs offense is more so where I would rather go on this slate. Uh, and man, I kind of like the little roller coaster ride with Quintana today. I think it's an interesting one. Uh, I think it's more of a tournament play. Uh, cash games, uh, it just depends on the site, though. Like, I, I think in 
FanDuel, it's like you kind of in cash games, you look for uh, McCullers or, or Carrasco at the top, or maybe now. So, like, the price difference isn't enough. But DraftKings, there's a little bit of a difference, right? You're getting Quintana, I believe, at, let's see here, 8.3K. Compared to the other two aces, uh, you get uh, Carrasco at 11.6K and McCullers at 11K. So, I think it's more interesting in cash games over there. Uh, I think he's more of a cash game option for me. Honestly, like DraftKings also is something to keep in mind with on DraftKings. Chris Stratton's only 4.7K. Like, you know, like I'm, I have the Roto Grinders live page. I see he's the same price as Wei Yin Chen. That's on the early slate, anyways. But just like, just think about that. Chris Stratton is at, at the same price as Wei Yin Chen. Uh, obviously, I don't want to be targeting the Cubs offense too much. The wind looks like it's blowing in or kind of the left of five miles an hour. So, uh, like I said, we're kind of waiting to see what they're going to say about that. Obviously, uh, the wind's not blowing out too much, so it's not going to be a, a huge factor, it seems. But you know how that Wrigley wind is. You never know. But I just think Stratton could be interesting in tournaments at that price, just on DraftKings specifically. Uh, it's Again, it's it's a tournament slate, I think, this six-game slate. And uh, that price is just really cheap on Stratton. Wouldn't you agree? I know it's not someone I want to target, but 4.7K on DraftKings seems kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean, on DraftKings, uh, for sure, at 4.7. Uh, and look, I mean, these Cubs just, they didn't show up yesterday. Um, but, I mean, I'm looking at Stratton's game log. I mean, 5 points, two, 5.3 points, 2.7, 9.1. Hasn't really had a good start since Atlanta. Uh, and then, you know, he was kind of cruising a little bit earlier in the year. I, I think I think he'll, he'll – I don't think he'll get you a negative today. But I, I don't think he's going to do well. Um, I, I'd rather go somewhere else. Yeah, my only argument was just like there's just no one that's good for cheap. So I don't yeah. know. It's probably it's probably a double payup, right? It's like the six uh, six game slate. So, but I'm just I was just like looking at the price, and I was like, well, let me just double check with all the cheap options because I remember not liking any of the cheap options when I first looked at the slate, and I was like, yeah, it's pretty ugly. So that Man. was the only reason I noted it. Uh, Listen, the bat, what'd you say? I was just going to say, hot take alert, if you want a cheap guy, I know we haven't gotten there yet, uh, fire up Mr. Wade LeBlanc at 4,400 on DK. That's your cheap play. Oh, man. Well, okay, we'll talk about that. We'll have to see once we get there. That's the last game, so that's the tease for you. Wait for Will to talk about some Wade LeBlanc. But uh, let's talk about the bats a little bit, because there's definitely some bats to obviously like a little here uh, in this game. I think uh, if you're looking on the Cubs side of the ball, I don't mind like an Ian Happ, even Zobris, where you can get him for cheap. Don't hate him. I think Anthony Rizzo, you're getting a pretty decent price tag on him right now on DraftKings at 4.6K, so I don't mind that. Uh, I think some of these Cubs bats can be intriguing. Uh, and then on the Giants side of the ball, I mean, I said, I don't want to go too crazy here with uh, Giants, but you are getting cheap price tags on Giants coming out of that ballpark too. Uh, Quintana's a lefty. So some of these righties, like, uh, I mean, I don't like playing Buster Posey that much, but he's kind of cheap. Uh, I don't think that's a terrible way to go. Uh, but I really like McCutcheon. I think that price tag at 2.7 on FanDuel and then on DraftKings at 3.4K. Really intriguing there. So like I said, I'm just more so buying a little bit on some of these price tags. It's, I kind of like a lot of uh, each side of everything on this game. Uh, what about you on the bats? Well, on the bats, man, I, I'm definitely going to love these Cubs lefties. I mean, if you just kind of look at Stratton's uh, uh, stats on the year, uh, really, really been struggling with lefties. I mean, XFIP is at a 6.46. My goodness. Uh, sign me up for these lefties. Uh, and it's all going to start, of course, with Mr. Anthony Rizzo. Uh, like I said before, 
he's been kind of struggling this year. I definitely think that that back injury had something to do with him getting off to a slow start. Uh, but listen, this guy's a professional hitter in this league. He's one of the anchors of this offense. Uh, and they've been leading off Ben Zobrist a little bit here lately. Uh, nice little switch hitter. You know, he's not going to hit a bunch of home runs, but he's a he's an on-base and fantasy production machine. Uh, you know, of course, Mr. Chris Bryant, I uh, love playing him at third base, even though he's a righty. Uh, and Stratton's been giving up a lot of hard contact to righties. But uh, I think these, these Cubs, lefties, Zobrist, Rizzo, Hap, Schwarber, um, I think these guys are in for a big day, especially with the weather being warm in Wrigley. Um, and with a lot of people going to Coors, I think this is a sneaky spot for some good offensive production. Yeah, uh, man, six-game slate with Coors. Another, like, dynamic to add to this slate. Uh, it's definitely going to be fun. Uh, let's go to the next one, Willow. Uh, we got the Astros and the Indians. Uh, we got Lance McCullers and Carlos Carrasco. And this is probably, like, you know, the game of all the pitching. You're, I say we just X out all the bats completely. Uh, would you agree on that, just load up on pitching and no bats here? Yeah. Um, I mean, listen, they just played this game uh, last Sunday, and I watched it. And, uh, listen, it was definitely a pitcher's duel. Um, a lot of good things that I saw between these two pitchers. Uh, you know, uh, Mr. McCullers had some really good command last Sunday, and so did Carrasco outside of giving up a few few timely hits from, from the Astros. And the Astros were at home at that time. But, you know, these two pitchers, man, they've been kind of cruising along here. Uh, and, and so I don't, I don't want to target this game for offense because it's unnecessary. Uh, will there be some offense? I definitely think so. Uh, but I don't think it's the best spot to just go and target two of the best pitchers on this slate. Yeah, I'm not trying to target any of these pitchers here, but I want to play them, obviously. Uh, I don't want to, I want to target them from, uh, you know, for playing them, but I want to target them with bats. Right. Uh, who's your favorite then? Like, if I told you, take a stand, Will, like, which one, if you were only playing one lineup, which one would you go to? It's kind of tough for me, but I think I'm going the McCullers route. I'm a big McCullers fan. Uh, so I, I like his stuff. Also, Indians have been striking out a little bit more against righties. Like, I think that this is a spot where I can really like McCullers and kind of think that's going to be the guy that I lean to. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I think I'm, I'm going with McCullers as well. Uh, and, and even for – and let me tell you what my differentiator was. You know, some people may not believe in this stuff, but I do. Uh, Houston is averaging 5.76 runs on the road. And with this bad Indians bullpen – uh, once once Carrasco leaves this game, Houston could score 10 runs. Listen, they just did it yesterday or something close to that. This bad Indians bullpen, I, I just think this Houston offense, um, or, or, or Lance McCullers, rather, is definitely going to be, be the best target here. Um, you know, just looking at things like that, I, I just think, I think McCullers is my guy. Uh, of course, he throws the curveball a lot, uh, but when it's on, it's on. Um, I was kind of looking at a, a video of him on the ESPN uh, game a broadcast last Sunday, and they talked about how he has to keep his nails cut a certain way so he can uh, get a spike on the ball when he's throwing that curve. And so uh, hopefully he'll get his manicure before the game and have a good outing. But if I had to play one pitch, it's definitely going to be McCullers. Well, listen, well, if you got inside sources on what Solani goes to to get that manicure, let me know so I can get the check before. Hey, how'd he do with his nails the, uh, y- uh, yesterday? Because uh, I want to know that. But uh, all kidding aside, I mean, I love McCullers. Like I said, I, 
you talk about his curveball. I mean, it's the best curveball in the game. Like it, he's incredible. Uh, he's a guy that I want to be all over. So I, again, I don't want to target the Indians offense too much, but on this six game slate, he's the guy that I'm looking to gravitate to. Uh, he's going to be the guy that I take my stand. I like Carrasco. Sure. He's great, but uh, you know, if you want to pay up for both, I think you can, and it's not going to be easy though to get your bats. That's the one issue, but uh, I'm, I mean, I'm the colors right now. He's my favorite. Uh, want to move on to the next one or any, want to talk about, uh, want to talk about Carrasco a little bit, have any takes on him or. Well, I mean, listen, I think Carrasco is going to be fine. Uh, it's just my fear is that, you know, especially on, on FanDuel, so, you know, some people may not think so. You know, I want the quality start points and I want the win points. Uh, and I know me and you both primarily play on FanDuel, but, you know, I, I want those points and I want the best route I can take to get those points. And I think McCullers is, is going to be the way to get there. I mean, unless Carrasco is going to pitch nine shutdown innings, which I don't think he'll get to today, um, then I, I just think McCullers is your guy. And, and that's that's the end of it. Yep, agree with you there. Let's go on to the next one. And I actually, one of my buddies is going to this game. So uh, it should be a fun one for him to go see, right? He's an Angels fan, and uh, mm-hmm. I was happy he didn't have to go see, like, Severino. He gets to see Sonny Gray and Jaime, or I guess it's our Jaime Beria, which is uh, going to be a fun one, right? Nine and a half total. I think this one's, like, a, a really sneaky shootout game. Uh, could oh, absolutely go go over and uh you know i'm I'm gonna make sure to tell my friend hey make sure you game stack this game when you go i'm sure he'll do it but just gotta remind him just to make sure because like man sunny gray he's been bad this year barry i mean going against this yankees offense i mean this is a nine and a half total this seems like a game that you just have to like load up on like uh, and and also like people just won't play it as much because there's a Coors game right like it just could go on their own too i want to be all over these angels bats they're a team that i like to you know get exposure to again i know there's like an extreme pitcher's umpire, right? And Sonny Gray, he's probably not as bad as he's been, but uh, he's been struggling a ton. And until he figures it out, like we've seen this with him. Uh, I forget how many years ago it was, but uh, when we saw always call Sonny Gray a fraud, right? That was fun a yep. couple of years ago. When he was bad, he was bad, right? And when he was on, he's on. So I want to keep targeting him while he's bad. And I'm going to load up on some Angels bats, same with some Yankees bats. I want all the bats in this game. What about you, Will? Man, listen. Uh, I don't even think this is a hot take. This is the highest scoring game on the slate. I think Vegas has this wrong, uh, but, you know, that that's my take on it. Let me tell you why. Uh, once again, I'm coming back to this stat. The Yankees average 6.23 runs at home, okay? Watch this. The Angels average 5.68 runs on the road. This is going to be the biggest shootout on this slate, uh, this is where I'm going to try to get all of my bats from. I'm going to game stack this game in some way, uh, even if I have to play Mr. Wade LeBlanc. I'm just kidding. Or if I do, I probably won't play Wade LeBlanc. But this is definitely the game I want to target for offense. You, you said it said it just correctly. Uh, Sonny Gray has just been awful this year. He's had one or two good starts, but uh, against this Angels offense that isn't going to strike out a lot, I mean, I think just from top to bottom, uh, I heard them talking yesterday about Mr. Cole Calhoun. This might be a get-right spot for him uh, at 2K in the nine spot. Uh, he's been striking out a lot, but against Sonny Gray, whose strikeout rate has been really low this year, I think you can look at even Cole Calhoun in the nine spot and get you a nice little wraparound uh, stack. Um, looking at this Angels offense, they're, they're still really affordable. Uh, Mike Trout sitting at the top at 5.2K on, uh, on FanDuel. Uh, on DK, uh, let's see where Trout is on DK. DK is 5,700. That's still pretty expensive. 
Uh, and Otani is starting to climb up there as well. But I just think this is an offense that you can definitely invest in today, and I think you're going to see some some good returns. And then on the other side there with the Yankees, uh, this offense, I mean, like I said, they're averaging over six runs at home. Uh, I definitely think this is a, a get-right spot for them. They, they went against Haney yesterday, who's pretty much a strikeout artist, uh, gives up a lot of hard contact. But when he's on, he's on. You're not going to be able to hit him. Uh, and so I think that and I keep saying this, the bottom of this Yankees lineup, the bottom, just every day, you look at it, seems like Glaver Torres is hitting a home run every single day. And his prices come up and people aren't going to play him. And so if I'm going to start my Yankee stack, I'm starting in the nine spot with Glaver Torres and I'll figure out the rest from there. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. I know he's expensive, and he kind of goes on around every night, it seems like. But uh, definitely going to have to load up there. Uh, here's a question that I want to ask you. So, like, I was looking at Sonny Gray in the plate IQ. Like I said, uh, if you look at the 2017-2018 numbers, he's obviously, uh, you know, looks a lot better. But if you just pulled 2018, exit, five, uh, 5.10. And he's got given up against righties. Uh, ISO of point. 186354 Woba. I mean, the average uh, exit velocity is 90.07 on, on any of the balls that are getting hit. I mean, he's absolutely struggling. Hard hit percentage against righties is 38.5%. Against lefties, it's 35.6%. I mean, he is having a hard time right now. So, my question is like I said, when I look at the Angels, I load up on the outfield a lot. I go Trout, I go Upton. Uh, you know, I want to look at Otani. The problem with this game, and you talk about Cole Calhoun, but when I look at the Yankees, what do I want to do with the Yankees? I want to go Stanton. I want to go Judge. I want to go uh, Gardner or, you know, any of the Hicks, like any of these outfielders. So I can't play six outfielders on, uh, you know, a Fandle or DraftKings. Well, so how are you kind of stacking up the outfield in this game? Because I think that's a really good question because I think you want to game stack it. I want to game stack it. How are you kind of doing it? Because, again, I don't like to leave Mike Trout off of any of my stacks. I don't really <laughs> want to leave Judge who's crushing the ball or Stanton. And I'm also a huge Justin Upton homer. He's uh, he's won me a lot of money, so that's kind of one reason why. But I want to load up on all these outfielders, and how do I do it? Well, I mean, I think you set a mouthful. I think you take the, the Angels outfield, and I think you take the Yankees infield, and you just roll it from there. I, I think in this spot, uh, I don't mind passing on Judge and Stanton to pick up Trout and Otani. Uh, I, I, I think Otani's a, a good value under these guys at 4,100. Uh, I mean, man, he's just been phenomenal this year at the plate. I mean, in spring training, he wasn't doing as well. And people were thinking he was going to have to go to the minors. And then, man, he started the season and, and a switch went off. And, I mean, he's just he's just been really seeing the ball well. Um, and so I think, you know, with, with this game, I, I think I'll take the Yankees infield and, and the Angels outfield. And I think that's how I would stack it. All right, yeah, well, that, that'll obviously help make it work, so we'll have to see. Uh, again, like the, this is going to be a fun one to game stack. I'm going to be all over it. I think it's good to get exposure to in your cash games, too, as well. Uh, I'm going to do my best, best to stay away from Ian Kinsler, though. I hate that guy right now. Me and him are not – we're not friends right now, so uh, <laughs> definitely mad at Ian Kinsler. So you know what that means, Well, He hits a home run today, probably. But. Oh, he absolutely does. Happens every day. Oh, man. So annoyed with that dude. But anyways, on to the next game. And we got the Coors game. We got the Cincinnati Reds and the Colorado Rockies. This is uh, 11 total for obvious reasons, right? It's Coors. Going to want to get a lot of exposure to this game. Everyone's going to want to get exposure to this game looking at Tyler Malley versus Tyler Anderson. And, uh, yeah, I expect a lot of runs to be scored. What about you, Will? No interest in the pitchers and all the hitters? No, no interest in the pitchers, but (sighs) – Man, I, I love Coors Field for offense. I really do. Uh, 
But once again, man, this I think this is just going to be one of the, my biggest stats of the day. The Yankees, I mean, not the Yankees, the, the Rockies really have not been playing well at home this year. For whatever reason, they, they just I – don't, I don't know if something's going wrong, but they just haven't been playing well at home. And when I've got this high-powered game at, in, at, uh, at, at the Yankee Stadium, the Bronx Bombers against the Angels, and I'm looking over this Coors game, and, you know, I see Tyler Anderson and I see Malley. I'm, I'm not scared of these guys. I don't think these are the greatest pitchers in the world. But I think both of these pitchers can do just enough – to keep this game lower scoring than we anticipate. And so while I know the masses are, are going to say, man, that's crazy, you know, hop on Coors Field. I, I don't think I'm going to be on Coors Field today at all. I mean, man, I love Charlie Blackman. He's one of my, my favorite hitters in the league. But uh, I just don't think this is a spot I'm going to go to personally today. And I know that's uh, against probably everyone else in the industry. But Coors is just not somewhere I'm going today. But – it is a great spot, of course. It's Coors Field. They can go off every day. But just today, I'm not going to be going there. Yeah, I mean, Coors is, like, obviously a spot that I think if you want to play it, you can go for it. I get what you're doing. You're kind of more of a one-lineup guy, and you're taking a stand. So I get that. If you want to play, make sure to load up on it, right? Uh, Malley, like, you can just load up on those lefties against him. Uh, he's obviously going to, you know, have some problems with them a little bit. Uh, if you look at the numbers here, I mean – uh, and oh, I lost track of it, but I want to pull up Mally's numbers. I know he's had his he's had his issues this year. Hang on, looking for it now. Uh, pulling up the plate IQ. Yeah, so against lefties, if, I mean it's extreme. But in 2018, like man, if you pull up the plate IQ and you have oh, a yeah. premium, you can see. I mean, it is red like can be uh, against against lefties. 401 Woba uh, ISO is 314. Just getting absolutely crushed. The hard hit percentage is at 45%. I mean, Malley's a guy that really struggles with lefties. I like Blackman yesterday. Like, I'm just going to go back to the well, I think, and really get my exposure to these lefties again. Want to make sure to load up on them. So uh, I'm not going to miss out. I'm definitely going to get some cores exposure for sure. I think it's uh, the rocky side I like a lot. On the opposite with the Reds, I mean, Tyler Anderson has been good. And uh, I'm a believer in Tyler Anderson. I think he's – and I'm not, obviously being a believer is not like, you know, I'm not saying he's an ace or anything. But I think he's a, uh, you know, a better pitcher than others think. And he's not as much of a guy that we want to just every time he's out in cores want to target. But sure, right, the righties are obviously interested, going to be interesting here. Like Eugenio Suarez, who just keeps gnashing the ball every yeah. single day. I mean – Man, he hit one yesterday. I was absolutely shocked. I didn't think he'd hit one against uh, you know the Rockies yesterday, but he did. You know, went out and did that. Uh, I think the I think the righties are going to be interesting options here. And of course, you can you can put in a Joey Votto too. Like lefty lefty, he's just a talented hitter. And you know, if you get in that bullpen, that's perfectly fine. But uh, you know, it's course. Do what you want to do with it. Make your decision. It's a six game slate. Ownership's obviously going to be uh, very heavy on that game. So there's going to be a lot of game theory uh, in tournaments to consider and uh, you know think about. But. Let's move on to the next game. San Diego Padres, Los Angeles Dodgers. This is a seven total, and uh, for good reason. We got Alex Wood on the mound, and, like, the one thing that sticks out is, like I said, we talked about liking uh, McCullers and Carrasco as two aces that we like, but, man, we got Alex Wood on the opposite side who sees the Padres who have an implied total of 2.88, even though his exit velocity – not exit velocity, uh, his uh, – his pitch, his pitching uh, velocity is going down, right? It's mm-hmm. been going down, going down, but he doesn't care. He still keeps uh, turning out some pretty good games overall. Uh, what are you doing with Alex Wood? You have any interest in him against this Padres team? That's definitely been fun to target throughout. Man, uh, I mean, it seems like I should have interest in Alex Wood, and maybe as the day goes out, 
uh, I'll come to my senses and know that he's going against the Padres and that this is a no-brainer. All the good stuff that I could say about picking on the Padres. For whatever reason, I've just been avoiding Alex Wood this year, and it's been adding to my bankroll. I don't think I'm going to play Alex Wood today. He's 8,700. Uh, that's just too close to the other aces on this slate. So I think Alex Wood is just going to be someone that I'm going to avoid today. Uh, nothing against Alex Wood, but like you said, man, with that velocity coming down, so has his K rate this year. And like I said, I think he's just going to, for the longevity of his career, I think he's just going to be a nice average pitcher. I mean, maybe if he was, you know, $1,000 cheaper, I'd have some interest. But on a day like today when I've got Carrasco and McCullers, I think he's someone that, that I'm just going to avoid today, even against this putrid Padres offense. Um, I, I just don't think I'm going to go there. I think he's a little bit too expensive for the production he's going to turn out for this slate. So he's someone I'm going to be avoiding today. Well, my SP1 discussion is going to be between Wood and McCullers. I'm definitely going to go back and forth like a lot of people, I'm sure. Uh, I think it's interesting. It's just the question of, like, and even, like, the game log. Like, the question is, like, is he going to start, like, turning around a little bit? Like, I mean, I'll just read you the FanDuel game log real quick. I mean, 34, 34, 24, 36, 18, 28, 37, 5, 28, 43. And his highest strikeout game is 8, like – Man, it's really frustrating with Wood. It just seems like you're not getting the upside that you want. In cash games, I feel like it feels kind of safe, right? You feel like you'll be okay, but maybe uh, you could miss out on an upside game from someone. But uh, I don't know. I think it's it's McCullers and Wood are going to be two guys I could really go back and forth on all throughout the day. But I think Wood is obviously interesting because this Padres lineup is one that uh, is definitely not the greatest. Uh, there are some guys, though, in the lineup I like, especially one specifically. I like Christian Villanueva a little bit. If you're looking for a guy that's been hitting lefties really well this year, I don't expect him to keep up the rate that he's been hitting them, but uh, Christian Villanueva has just been absolutely mashing against them. I think he obviously has a shot at hitting a home run here, so I like him a little bit, but that's the only Padre I really have interest in. Do you have any interest in these Dodger bats against Jordan Lyles? I mean, you think Jordan Lyles is something that we want to target on this slate. I know the Dodgers have not been the uh, most fun team to roster this year like they were last year, but any interest in Dodgers bats for you? No, no Dodgers bats for me either. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty. I'm, I'm going to be pretty concentrated in ownership. I don't think I'm going to go uh, too far out of my way to target offenses that I'm just not interested in. Uh, listen, I mean, I, if you if if you want to look at game logs, just pull up Mr. Jordan Lyles. I mean, he had one bad start the last time I think out there. I think it was against Pittsburgh, and I didn't get a chance to watch that game. But other than that, I mean, his first start, he was he was okay. His next start, uh, he was against the, the Rockies, and he had a pretty good game. Um, Jordan Lyles may be someone that I take a look at today. You know, oftentimes when we look at, look at a game and we look at uh, uh, two pitchers that are going to be going against each other, a lot of times uh, we'll side with the pitcher that has the highest total, but at a very uh, affordable rate of 7.2K, on uh, on FanDuel, and then you, you go over to DraftKings. Uh, let's see what he is there. Uh, he's 6,600 on DraftKings. Listen, I think Jordan Lyles is someone uh, that you can invest in today and, and feel really good about it. Um, you know, I, I just think, I think this is a spot we can target with an offense uh, that hasn't been playing well. I know the Dodgers scored, I think, four runs yesterday, but, you know, it was a bunch of righties rolling out. Out, out there and, and and so you know they hit a few home runs but I think today 
uh, against Jordan Lyles, I think this Dodgers offense may have a few problems. And so I've actually got a, a, a pretty substantial amount of interest in Jordan Lyles today. See, I have more interest in the Dodgers bats, but it's more so a Fanduel play. I'm just a sucker for a bargain. Like, if you look at the price differences, like Bellinger is is 4.1k on DraftKings, but on Fanduel he's 3.1k, and like the difference between him and Rizzo, you know, is is smaller on DraftKings. So on DraftKings, I'd rather default just go Rizzo. But on Fanduel it becomes a little more interesting. You also get Jock Peterson; he's 2.2k, possibly batting first. Max Muncy at 2.6k, batting uh, second. I mean, there. I'm just a sucker for a good bargain at times, and uh, I don't know if I'll need the bargain on this slate. It just depends on how my, uh, you know, how my whole construction of my team works. But I think maybe mixing in like a Jock Peterson in cash uh, might be something that I end up doing. But I don't want too much exposure to the Dodgers again. Uh, not my favorite team right now. I'm definitely uh, – I love stacking them up last year, but this year they have not been as good of a team. Uh, let's move on to the last game. We can get your little hot take here. Let's start it off. Uh, we got Jake Odorizzi going against Wade LeBlanc. And, I mean, Vegas agrees with you. The Twins are coming with a 3.60 run total. Uh, I'm not – you know, a Wade LeBlanc, LeBlanc uh, truther. I don't think I've played LeBlanc all year. So talk to me about Wade LeBlanc. Why are we playing him today? Well, man, I mean, you look, this Twins offense right now, whew, man, they, they just have not been playing well. Uh, they just got Sano back, if I'm not mistaken. And so I, I just think that, you know, when you look at Wade LeBlanc, I'm not saying he's going to go out there and, and light the world on fire, okay? That's, that's not what this is about. This is just about him being a, a, a very low – 4,400 on DK. And, and right now I'm just going to pull up his game log and read it out to you. For 4,400, 4, this is what Wade LeBlanc is giving you his last five starts. 13.2, 19.7, 12.9, 12.6, and a 7.3. That's what he's giving you his last few starts. That was against Detroit. The last time he faced this team, which was Minnesota, that was his 19.7 game. That was at Minnesota. Uh, now he's going to be back at home. Uh, Wade LeBlanc has just been very serviceable this year. And so I think on DK, not on FanDuel, but on DK, Wade LeBlanc at 4,400, I think he's an autoplay against this Twins offense that seems to be scuffling along right now. Like I said, I'm not expecting 30 points, but I I think 12 to 15 points is a very reasonable expectation. And on this slate, I think you can do that. And for the masses, you can load up on Coors Field and feel really good uh, that your lineup will be on the road to success. So uh, that's why I'm really interested in Wade LeBlanc on DK tonight. Man, I, you're kind of selling me on I mean, that price is really appealing. And, I mean, looking at the game log, I, again, I, I don't want to be like a game log chaser or anything, but, like, that is what you get what's in the game log. So I do like to look at it at times. And you're not wrong. He's been pretty decent. The pitch the pitch count is a little concerning, though. I'm kind of confused. I guess maybe he had, like, struggled in the one start against uh, Toronto slightly. But, you know, 78-90, 58-70, it's kind of all over the place. But, uh, you know, maybe it's just they were easing him in, it looks like. I'm feeling the pitch, you know, look at it. The pitch counts there. It's 43, 23, 46, 71, 26. That was earlier on. Um, and now it's at, like, you know, 78 and 90 in the last two so maybe it's just starting to get increased and we can expect a real big upside game here against the twins so i kind of like your call with this and on top of that right it's uh, one of the better weather games right seattle it's not uh you know one of those places that uh is as hot i don't think right now we don't have that up right now uh but i think this is an interesting spot uh, 
Twins offense is one that we can definitely target. People say, oh, Miguel Sano's in there. I'm scared of him. You know what that does? That increases the strikeout upside, though, because he can definitely struggle a ton. So I kind of like that call. I think I might go to the wall on that. I have no interest in bats really in this game. I'm not the biggest, uh, you know, I'm not the biggest uh, Seattle Mariners fan of stacking these guys up right now. They've been really frustrating, at least recently. So I'm not really going to stack them up. I don't think against Odorizzi. I know he's a fly ball guy. Uh, can have some reverse splits. I'm kind of curious if uh, Nelson Cruz has any interesting BVP against him because these guys, I feel like, have been around the league uh, for a while. So I'm going to pull it right. up real quick. Right, any yeah. interest? Do you have any interest in these bats at all in this game? No, not really. Listen, you know, Odorizzi's been reverse splits over his career, and, you know, it's usually been with the power righties. Well, you know, Seattle definitely has some power righties. But, listen, I'm, I'm going back to the stat again. Guys, if, if you're listening to this podcast, you'll see that I'm a big believer in this. Seattle is only averaging about 3.89 runs at home. And so when I look at the 3.83, excuse me, I gave them a little bit too much credit. They're averaging 3.83 runs at home. They're averaging 4.89 on the road. Go back and look at the games that they're playing. They're not scoring a lot at home this year on a consistent basis. And so when I see that, you know, I, I don't want to invest in an offense that's, that's scuffling along at home. Uh, now, listen, that could change throughout the year when they pick, and when they pick it up or if they pick it up. Then, you know, then, then I'll, I'll decide to have some interest. But as long as they're going to scuffle at home, uh, I'm going to continue to stay away. Uh, I'll play Paxton. I'll play LeBlanc. Uh, but I won't, I won't be investing in these Mariners bats unless you're going to keep giving us Gene Segura at 2,600, of course, which was last night. That's not tonight. Uh, but, but, yeah, I, I, I don't think I want to play a Mariners offense that, that hasn't been playing well at home. So this is going to be a stay away spot for me. Yeah, uh, and I, I pulled it up for you. Nothing crazy. Seven for 22 with just one home run uh, and four walks. But, uh, yeah, I was just curious. That's always fun to look up. I like to see when there's a guy I know that's been in the league for a while against another guy who's, uh, you know, had a, had a good amount of time in the league to kind of see what's happened. So, uh, and I, know, I know he had some time, obviously, in uh, Baltimore. Didn't know if that matched up a ton uh, when uh, Nelson Cruz was mashing home runs there way, way, uh, way, way ago. But uh, that about wraps up the slate. Uh, let's move on to our stacks of the day, Will. Do you have one ready to go uh, who your favorite team is? We're not going to include the Coors game. Everyone knows, hey, it's Coors Field. You can stack it up if you want. Uh, do you have uh, your stack of the day ready to go? Man, listen, I've got two stacks of the day, and uh, I may be taking some shine from you. If I am, please forgive me right now. Stacks of the day, man. I'm I'm going Yankees Angels. I'm I'm all over this game. Um, I'm not going to miss the boat. Uh, I, I'm I'm calling it right now. I think this is the highest scoring game on the slate, and and I don't want to miss out. So I'm I'm going Yankees and Angels uh, with the double stack today, and um, I, I think we can look for some good offense here. Yeah, I mean, I'm doing the same thing. I mean, uh, punch my ticket. I'm joining you on the boat. Uh, don't leave me behind. I want the Angels-Yankees stacks. I'm loading up on this game. So uh, that's fine. We can do it together, right? Uh, you get one side, I get the other. Or we can just play them both together and uh, profit together. So I, I like this in, in my tournaments. In cash games, it's definitely a little tougher for me to do. Uh, you obviously can't, uh, you know, not think about course field. But in, in my tournaments, I'm definitely going to be loading up on this game. Definitely excited to get all my Angels and Yankees exposure, expecting uh, a lot of fireworks tonight. So that'll be a wrap of the slate, though, guys. Uh, thanks a lot for joining me, Will. Really enjoyed having you on, and uh, hopefully we can have you back soon. Yeah, man. Pleasure to be here. All right, sounds good. Thanks a lot for joining us, guys. For me, Travis Mangone, and for Will, Chief Justice 06, we are out of here. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for Dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make Dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. 
Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169. And pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for Dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make Dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only.